Tales to Give You Goosebumps by R.L. Stein. Reader beware, you're in for ten scares. From an evil babysitter to a remote control that can control more than just the television set. To a teacher who likes snakes a little too much. To a cute, cuddly bear gone bad. Here are ten creepy, spooky stories guaranteed to give you a goosebumps all night long. Listener beware, you're in for a scare. Nice kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Somebody's out there. Something. Or something. Yeah! Saber's coming. Come on, man, we gotta go. Saber's hungry. Stay out of the basement! I must have your beautiful hands. Ten scares. Oh, a ten scare. A ten scare. We have made it through the first 62 original Goosebumps books. And um, we're moving right along. Hey guys, welcome to Welcome to Deadcast. Hey guys. I'm Daniel Montgomery. I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery. And we love Goosebumps. I also love tales to give you goosebumps so what we're talking about today and what we're going to be doing for the next 10 episodes 10 episode series tales to give you goosebumps (laughs) and this is a collection of 10 short stories that are so nasty they're so that are so sexy sexy and scary y'all there are some short stories in these 10 that we're about to go through through this next series that are better than a lot of the original 62 oh 10 and scarier and Nastier. Yeah, you guys, get ready for some nasty, spooky short scares for the next ten. It's gonna be so much fun. Mm. There, tales to give you goosebumps uh, came out in October 1994. 1994. And this was this book. This book came out in between Phantom of the Auditorium and Attack of the Mutants. So we're we were going only, back in time. Yeah, we were like 25 books into the basically almost 25 books into the original series when this book uh, came out. And we actually do not have the original. Um, version that came out but the original version that came out had we a, don't have it with us but we had it we did yes we had it it, it came with a book light yeah it, it was it was a set that came like in you, you know when you would buy action figures and stuff they'd come in that sort of package yeah that like box that plastic you know plastic box kind of feel yeah it was like that. The book came in one of those, and then there was a, a book light that was next to it that said something like, it's like perfect for g- giving yourself goosebumps in the dark. And Matthew, do you want to describe what this cover looks like? The cover of this book is very sexy. Yes, this cover, ooh, I, th- I feel like this is an iconic Goosebumps cover, even though this is not from the original 62. It's from Tales to Give You Goosebumps. You know, our first, our very first sort of, image for this podcast before we had our beautiful ricky middlesworth artwork is yes it was was um sort of um this book cover yes so what it is if you guys haven't seen it before pleased to google tales to give you goosebumps to see this cover but i'm gonna describe it to you. there is a gorgeous 
presumably haunted house on top of a cliff, okay? And there's a, like, winding staircase that leads up to this, like, giant house that's, like, teetering off the edge of this cliff. Like, it makes you think of Casper somehow. And beneath it, from beneath it, from beneath you it devours. Um, from beneath it is a full moon rising, and through squiggly, white, wispy, gorgeous ghost dress, there is presumably a ghost woman who's shooting up from the cliff, and she's reaching toward you with a long skeleton hand. She's got gorgeous, wavy, white hair to match her gorgeous, wavy, white ghost dress clothes, and she's got her mouth open, and she's screeching in a screech. And she's reaching towards you. She looks. She's a true wave. She and- looks like a band. And she's got um, needles for teeth, and her and she's got a gaping maw and glowing eyes that are poking into your soul. You know, it looks like it could be a man. It really could with long hair, but it is it, this this wailing woman reminds me so much of. And in fact, I was like, is this the same thing as an episode of Tales from the Crypt Keeper, the animated series? Yes, tale the tale of the weeping woman. Hell, back to today's terror tale, a whale of a fear jerker. I call. The Weeping Woman. <laughs> it's a similar sort of vibe and ghost and... It really is. It's, you, t- it's Tim Jacobus, of that's course. That's my favorite episode of Tales from the I know, Keeper. it's so good. It really is so good. But it, it looks like a Wayland skeleton ghost woman. Apparently, I read this online and I don't even know if this is true, but apparently the people... Apparently! The people at the Scholastic didn't love this cover. And wow, it turns out they're wrong. I know, and they wanted to... How does it feel to be wrong? Does it feel good? They, so for the... Tales to Give You Goosebumps ended up being sort of its, a series in itself. There will be... we There were, there were six of them. And we're going to be going through all of them. Yes, we are. Okay. And, and after this, this one, Tales to Give You Goosebumps, the people at Scholastic said, next time we want something a little more uh, friendly or iconic, and that's where Curly ends up coming in. Yeah, so right now we have the wailing, weeping Banshee woman. But, and she is so gorgeous. But we're going to get kind of silly, campy covers for the next anthologies with Curly on the cover. That's right. Now, the original colors for this book w- was a neon yellow, and the the main color was this... I don't even know how to explain it. It's, it's red-orange. It's kind of a neon red-orange, and I, I identify very strongly with it. I know I live. I really absolutely live and love it. And the book light that came with it was kind of like a... I don't even know how to describe it. It was almost like a pen. Or like a high... It looked, to me, it looked like a highlighter. That's cool. <laughs> like, which, that was the same color. You can actually buy it. We looked this up. You can buy it on eBay for like $170. Yeah, $170 or something. Mm. Worth it. Yes. And it kind of looked like a highlighter pen. Like yeah. a sort of a flat highlighter pen that you mm. I think you could hook onto the book. And like flash shine a little light, this little light of mine. Anyway, let's get into the very, very first short story. So this one is, and what we're going to be talking about today is the House of, of No Return. Return. This is an excellent short. First of all, it's an excellent short story. To it's begin fantastic. With. It's so good, and it's a good one to kick off these. This next. It's this this series because it starts off with the classic haunted house scary short story that takes place around Halloween. Halloween. Ooh. And there was also a TV episode adapted from this short story. So we today will also be talking about the television episode, The House of, of No, no Return. Return. Oh Children. Welcome to the House of No Return. So the narrator of this book is a guy named Robbie, and he and his two best friends, Lori and Nathan, 
are they start off this short story by standing in front of this creepy old haunted house. Ooh, it's got a long sloping lawn with dead trees with no grass or even weeds, just dart. It's this big, wide, solid brick house that was painted white. She's a brick house. Mm, was painted white, but the paint has sort of peeled away to reveal this dark red brick underneath, making it look like blood. Oh no, blood seeping through. And there's like this old, rickety, dangerous-looking porch, cracked shutters, just the ultimate haunted house, right? Mm. And Robbie explains that the rumor is, is if you spend the night in the house, you never come out. But as the three, our three leaders are waiting, um, or outside the house, they're waiting because someone named Doug was in there right now. And they've, they have said to Doug, apparently, that if you, if Doug spends an hour alone inside the house, he can join their club, which is called Danger Club. Danger Club. And they are waiting for him to see if he can make it through an hour, like through an hour alone in the house. You have to make it an hour in the house, otherwise you can't be in the club. So they're waiting, and then lo and behold, Doug runs screaming out of the house, waving his arms, saying, It touched my face! It touched my face! Sorry, guess you can't join Danger Club. It's time for Robbie, Lori, and Nathan to find a new victim. So like, all right, who can we who can we have that can join Danger Club that can hang? Oh, so I, I know who it is. Perfect person. There's this kid named Chris Wakely, and he's the new kid in town. And he has pale blue eyes, short white blonde hair, and he seems shy, but pretty nice. And one October afternoon. Robbie sort of um, on the way like, as they're walking home from school as everybody seems to do in these books Robbie tells Chris hey we have this cool club called Danger, Danger club. club do you want to join? All you have to do is spend an hour inside the house on Willow Hill and I love that <laughs> I love that basically yes. and Chris is like super serious and he's not really into it and he's like you guys I don't think I'm a good fit for Danger, Danger club. club like I'm not very brave and, like, uh, Nathan and Lori pop up in the conversation, and they all walk together into the front of Willow How- Willow Hill House. <laughs> it's, the house doesn't actually have a name in the book, and it's not actually referred to as the House of No Return. But they do stop in front of this house, and Chris is like, hmm, I don't know. And thinks about it for a second and says, no, I'm a scaredy cat. Sorry, guys. Womp, womp. And he goes home. So two nights later, it is a danger club meeting at Robbie's house, and they're all excited and talk about Halloween next Saturday. And Nathan says he's going to be Freddy Krueger again. Mm, Even Freddy Krueger would be scared of those nails. Lori says she's going to be a vampire, and Robbie says he's going to be a monster with these eyeballs. He has these eyeballs on springs that are going to flop down from his purple head. Happy Halloween. So they're like, who, that... What should we do for Halloween? Should somebody join us? We're Danger, Danger Club. Club. We got to do something crazy, dangerous, and fun. They're like, gosh, we can't think of any cool kids or anything fun to do, extra fun to do. And they say, hey, maybe Halloween would be a good chance for Chris to get over his fears. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to go in the house, but what if we force him in? Nathan's like, yeah, what if we just shove him on in? Yeah. <laughs> So Robbie decides to give Chris a call and says, hey, do you want to go trick-or-treating with us? And Chris agrees. He shows up to Robbie's house and he's painted green. And he and they're like, what are you supposed to be? And he's like, I'm a corpse. Same. The whole group goes trick-or-treating together and they're having a wonderful time. It's but so much fun. After a while, they walk by that 
house. Oh, no. And Chris is like, hey, uh, let's cross the street. And Nathan and Robbie say, I don't think so. We're forcing you into that house. And Chris says, no, no, please. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, no, please, please, uh, don't don't let me go in there by myself. Like, don't put me in there by myself. Come with me. And they're like, no, you have to prove your bravery. So they take him up to the house and shove him in, pull the door closed behind him, and then they wait on the street. Can he make it for an hour? And part of me is like, can't he just open the door and run out? No, Daniel, he can't do that. Oh, oh, okay. So they're waiting on the street. Ten minutes goes by. (gasps) Then ten more. And then now it's been 30 minutes. And now it's been a whole hour. Oh my gosh, Chris has lasted that whole hour inside (laughs) that house. So they count down the last ten seconds out loud. And they scream, Chris, come on out. You're part of Danger Club. You can join the club now. But he doesn't come out. What? So they wait 10 more minutes, 10 more, 10 more minutes. They waited 30 extra minutes. It's been an hour and a half. And they're like, is he just showing off? Wait. Or is something wrong? Oh, no. So they get worried. They're worried now. Real worried. And they sort of reluctantly make their way to the door. They say, hello, check inside and step inside the house. And the door slams behind them. No. The next thing they know, this pale light flickers from the top of the stairs like little far flies. And then that light makes its way down, a shimmering cloud that reveals, it creates this form of two figures, this hazy looking man and woman with red glowing eyes. And they circle the children. And they they say, where's Chris? And the man responds, his voice like dead wind. (laughs) His voice like wind through dry leaves. And they say, he left an hour ago. And then the woman adds with a dry, (laughs) dead laugh, we didn't want to let him go, but he He made made a bargain. bargain. If we let him go, he promised three three kids kids would would come come in his his place. And here you are. (laughs) (laughs) And they they laugh with ugly, toothless smiles. And now I'm going to read the first paragraph and last (laughs) paragraph of this story. (laughs) We were afraid to go too close to the house, so we stayed down at the street, staring up at it staring across the bare, sloping front yard. And now here's the last paragraph. Don't look so frightened, kids, the woman rasped, floating closer. You might as well make yourselves at home. You're all going to be here forever. Short and perfect. Short, sweet, and like, so I just, I love... Some of, the, some of these, in these Tales to Give You Goosebumps stories, they got some dark endings. You know, like, the, I'd say the majority of them got these dark, fucked up endings. And I love it. I love, like, these kids, like, are going to be living in this house forever. I love that it's halloween I love that it's, it's a, haunted a haunted house. house. There's a great twist. It is just a joy to read. It was so much fun to read. So let's talk about the TV episode. Just one hour. If you can make it for one hour, you're in. They call it... The house, no return. One. And I gotta say, I think this is a pretty good television episode. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. It, it To me, it does feel like a little bit, maybe it's because I'm used to the short story, it does feel like they're stretching to make it last See, 30 I minutes. See, I was about to say, I think this is a good idea to be using these Tales to Give You Goosebumps episodes to make, to make Tales to Give You Goosebumps stories to make television episodes. I think it's I good, think too. I think it fits. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a better fit than cramming a whole, like, a whole book into 30 minutes. Yeah, that's true. You know, so I'll take it, really. This TV episode aired September 
September 13th, 1997. Mm. It was season three, episode three. And we have some familiar faces in this episode. Yeah, we got some greatest hits. So there, Chris, um, you know, the... the potential inductee our hero. Into, yeah, in, into Danger Club or, or in the TV episode Danger Incorporated yeah, uh, is an actor named Dylan Provencher, and he was Hat in You Can't Scare Me. Remember him? Of course you do. He's really good, and he's really good in this episode He is really well. good. And then Nathan is played by an actor named Robin Weeks, who was Corey or um, Samantha Bird's best friend in Be Careful What You Wish For. And this episode is um, shot... Well, not this episode. At least the opening part of it and all the outside stuff is shot in something called Day for Night, which basically... Which we talked about before. Yes. It's heavily featured, I believe, in um, Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes. Yeah, so basically um, they shoot... They've shot this episode during the day, but in post they've tried to make it look dark like it's nighttime. But it's not convincing me. No, it's not not convincing me either. (laughs) In the short story, our protagonist is Robbie, but it doesn't really matter that much, honestly. In this episode, there isn't a true protagonist it's kind of the time is split pretty evenly between danger incorporated and chris yeah so it's like daniel said it's not danger club it's danger incorporated for some reason club i love danger and the actors i think the actors as a whole are pretty good but it does really seem like danger incorporated is a miserable group of three friends who like don't really like each other or like other people and they kind of get their just desserts. And I know that's in the book is in the short story as well, but you really see it when it come alive on screen. It's true. And the, the TV episode starts out just like the, the short story does. And duh, there is even Doug who is in the house and they're waiting for Doug to see if he can last. And he runs screaming out of the house. Touch touch my face. Touch my my face. face. So, like, their whole thing was they're waiting for Doug to, like, you know, survive for the hour. But even when they're outside, they're like, uh, I hope he kind of hope he doesn't make it. Because we don't even like Doug. We don't like Doug. And if he makes it, we're going to be stuck with him forever. Uh, like I said, these miserable kids, right? So after Doug doesn't make it, they're, like, relieved and he goes running away. And then they stare up at the house and... We see a POV shot from inside the house looking at the ki- at looking at the kids mm. to give us the feeling that there's definitely obviously something in the house sort of like stalking them kind of. And Nathan, it's Nathan, right? With yes, the- it is. So Nathan is like, "Uh, uh hold on. I used to have a $5 bill in my pocket. Now I can't find it. I know it's at the front porch." So it's like a weird excuse for them to go back up to the house and check out the porch cuz he's like, "Oh, my $5." And he finds the $5 on the porch, but when he went, goes to grab it, the door, front door opens and, like, sucks in the dollar bill. Yeah, it's, like, really bill. cartoony, like, this, like, this dollar bill, like, zips right into the house. And they're Danger Incorporated, and they love Danger, but none of them have spent the night in the house for an hour. But they don't have to do it, because they're already in the club. So it's starting to set up this thing where it's, like, our three club members are actually pretty scared of the house itself. Well, and they have, I think they have good reason to be scared, because... That dollar, once that dollar bill like gets sucked into the house, the door like slams by itself, and they kind of run off a little scared. You yeah. Know? Then um, we cut to Chris, Chris, and Chris is like, his mom is like walking him outside, and they're like, you know, you are new to town. You need to. She's like, go take a walk around the neighborhood and get to know it. And he's like, uh, I don't know. And she's like, and he was like, hey, can I have a burger when I get back? And she's like, yeah, you can, I'll make you a cheeseburger if you go for a walk. He's like, how about with bacon, mom? She's like, she's, oh, you always making deals. Who knows. You might even meet some new friends here. Come on, just take a walk. And when you get back, I'll make you some lunch. Why don't you just drive me around? Chris. 
Will you make me a cheeseburger when I get back? Okay. With bacon. <sighs> Always making deals. Come on, Mom, with bacon. Okay. With bacon. Chris is always bargaining. So Chris, like, bargained with his mom that he, he would go get to know the neighborhood if she'd make him a cheeseburger with bacon. <laughs> now, this kid, like, Chris, is... I, I, I don't know why he, he he hits me so hard, but I think he's the most confident character I've ever seen on a TV show or in any sort... Any, he's so confident, it makes me... It, 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 I'm I'm intimidated by him. I think I think that I think he's a really good actor and he grounds it in kind of a way that other Goosebumps episodes aren't for some reason. He's so sure of himself and even even he's so confident about him. He's like, "Yeah, I don't like scary movies. Yeah, they just scare me really bad. I close my eyes during the scary parts. That's just how it is." And he's so chill and calm that he makes me want to be a better man. Yeah, I'm going to work on that. That's what I'm going to work on in this year. And he's kind of cute. <laughs> So, so while he's going for his walk, he just walks past the miserable Danger Incorporated, who are just like, like um, you know, had sit- WB poster lounging on like a picnic table, basically in the park. And he in like the walks Canadian by. Park. He just walks by. And he's like, huh. and they're like, huh. and he keeps walking. And then they all stand up and they're like, wait a second. That's that new kid, Chris. He'd be perfect for the yeah, Danger he'd be Incorporated. Perfect Danger Incorporated. So they basically like follow him and like bully him and being like, "You like scary movies, right? We're Danger Incorporated. You like scary stuff." And this is where Daniel <laughs> is. Daniel's right. He's like, "No, actually, I don't. I actually cover my eyes during the well, scary." I love parts. that Lori pops in and is like, "I don't understand, but you obviously like scary movies, right?" He's yeah. like, "No, I don't." She's like, "What? Wait." And they basically tell him about they tell him about the House of No Return. And in this television episode, they call it the House of No Return. And also in this TV episode, there is a like a specific backstory to the actual house. And this backstory is so good, you guys. It's so perfect. It's so classic Goosebumps. So they walk him to the house and they stand in front of the house and tell him the story of the house of, of No, no return. return. Years ago, a young couple moved into town. A beautiful young woman and her husband. He built this house for her. Their dream house. A place to raise their child. But he made a mistake in the construction of the house. Their child broke through a weak spot in the floor. And fell to her death. The couple were so sad. They slowly went mad. Days, weeks, months went by. And the couple never came outside. One day, the police came. They entered the house. The couple were dead. Their bodies were taken away, and the house was sealed up. Days later, children from the neighborhood started to disappear. Some say they were kidnapped. Others say the ghosts of the couple took them. But it's probably just an empty old house. Ooh. I love it. I do, too. It's just the right amount of everything. Yeah, and they're like... You know, they've de- they've decided this is their victim. They're really insistent. Even Lori's like, we're th- we think you're a really cool guy. We want you in our club. Right, Robbie? We think you're a real cool guy. We want you in our club. Huh, Robbie? And Chris turns it down. He says no. Now, what? one different thing about this uh, this TV episode from the, from the short story is that it does not take place around Halloween. No. And that's a little sad. Aww. So instead of, like, calling to go trick-or-treating, they just call – Robbie just call. well – cut to danger club is like hanging out they're having a business meeting they're like is there any new business is there any nude business and they're and Lori's like we never have any new business this nothing happens in this club they're just sitting around eating crap and junk food and they get the conversation turns back to chris and they're like 
you know, we should teach him a lesson. Kind no of. one turns us down. We're dragging his ass into that house. So they call him and invite him to go hang out with him at the mall. Mm. And we see this is such a clever trick. We see Chris, uh, you know, at home with his mom, and the phone rings, and it's and it's Robbie or whatever, and he kisses his mom goodbye, and he's such an adult, and I'm intimidated by how calm and cool he is, and I love. She's like. She's like, oh, you're going to go hang out with some friends. They're good kids, right? And he's like, ah, they're not too smart, but I don't think they're that bad. <laughs> It'll be good. Yeah. And so they're like, cool, let's go to this cool mall. And they're walking in the middle of the woods, basically. Yeah, and they take him directly to the house of And no they're return. standing in front of the house. And Chris is like, so is this a cool mall? This must be like a... This must be the um, the mall, the back entrance, or somewhere, or something like that. And they're like, "No, actually," and they sho- shove him inside the house. Yep. And they hold the door so he can't get out, which I I'm glad at least they acknowledge that. And once he gets inside the house, it's like appropriately set dress and everything you think it would be and would want it to be. There's like hanging like weird kind there's of like so cobwebby ma- there's vines. There's so many rags like, everywhere hanging. Like, and I think an obscene amount of rags hanging from the ceiling. See, I think it's just right for what this television episode, this TV show is. You know now, what I mean? when I say obscene, I don't mean bad. Yeah. Flirting with the verge of obscene. So he kind and of. There's like all these insane Halloween cobwebs and the sounds of chains rattling all over the place. Yes, very quickly after he's alone in the house of no return supernatural spooks stuff starts well, first, happening like a picture of a bat comes flying towards him yes a cartoon bat comes flying towards him and then this like vase thing falls behind him and shatters on the floor and a floating broom and dustpan comes out to jaunty ghost music and it cleans it up in front of him then, the, then a cuckoo clock goes off and a cuckoo bird pops out of the clock and its face glows red And it's... I didn't say it was a cuckoo clock I said it was a giant glowing chicken oh I think it was a cuckoo clock. It is, but it's a giant, giant cuckoo clock that's a glowing chicken that literally opens its mouth and says, chicken, Beware chicken. the house of no return. And then um, a, a, a shoddily, poorly CGI'd uh, board and, and hammer shows up and board nails him into the house. Boards, <laughs> boards him up into the house. And then he's like scared-ish, but like, again, so confident. Like, he, I would be more scared than he was. And then we hear voices coming up from the top of it's the stairs. So great. Voices saying, we're coming for you. It says, don't be afraid, dear child. Dear we're child, coming. We're, we're coming, coming for you. you. And we're, the voices get closer and closer. And we hear ch- chains rattling. And then we see him seeing what's at the top of the stairs. And he screams and then it cuts to outside. It cuts to Lori screaming and she's just sitting in front of the house screaming and, and Nathan and Robbie are like, what's, what's happened? Why, why do you scream? She's just nothing. I just wanted to make sure you guys were awake. Mm. There are a lot of moments from this episode that I remember being used in Goosebumps commercials. Yes, and that's definitely one of them. Yes, I remember that. And then there's some stuff that comes up in a second that um, that is used a whole bunch. And they realize that... Um, has it been an hour? Yeah, it has been an hour at this point. So it cuts them outside, and they're like, wow, he did it. I guess he's in danger incorporated. He's been bullied into being in this club that he had no interest in joining. So they try and get in the house, but as you remember, the house has been boarded up, so they can't get into the house. 
So they all three of them have to get her to have to bust their way in. And they, they're like, why would he board himself into the house? This is so weird. So they sort of start exploring the house. Lightning and thunder starts, and there's no, you know, no rain, but just lightning and thunder starts. And wind shows up. There's so much wind inside the house. And, you know, they just look around the creepy house and the rags and the chains and all that good stuff. And, and after then, they walk around for a while, they look back and see that the front door that they busted through has been boarded up again somehow mysteriously. And then they notice that they hear some sounds coming from the top of the stairs. And guess who's there? That couple. The the the, the couple that went mad from no The husband and wife. And they, they're, they're appropriately, you know, dead looking with... With stage makeup of, of ghosts. Yes, yeah, so like old-timey bowler hat. And like they're super pale and white and have like raccoon <laughs> and, and eyes actual and crazy spotlight hair. spotlight follows them down the stairs. It's amazing. It's so... If you if, if you want to watch this episode, please do. But if you don't want to watch the whole thing, just like watch the last three minutes. It's so ludicrous. And they come down the stairs and they're like, oh, the children. And then exactly like it is, I mean, minus the red glowing eyes, exactly like it is in the short story. They're like, oh, Chris went out the back door. He said that, you know, if we, he bargained, if we let him go, he'd let three more come in his place. And they're like, no, no, please let us go. And they say, we can't let you go. We're family now. We're going to be family. Forever. I say we're going to love you forever, and, and they it, all scream no. And then it cuts the outside of the house, and we hear the screams of the kids inside, and then like some CGI lightning strikes the corner of the house, and little sparks fly, and then that's we, it. We cut to black. <laughs> can we make a deal? Oh, you could never make the kind of deal he made. Very pleasing to my wife. <gasps> what kind of a bar- bargain was it? He promised that. If we let him go, three children would take his place. Three for one trade. Three children. And you know how much we love children. Now we have three more. He promised you come. And here you are, right on schedule. What are you going to do to us? Uh, are you going to let us go? Let you go? We can't let you go. We're a family now. We love. so satisfying and there's silly swoopy music and he the the husband says he says and you know how much we love children i remember that being used in a commercial it's so good and i love that the kids are dead at the end it makes me so happy that stock like lightning sound effect and it's just it's just a lot of fun it's your perfect quintessential goosebumps haunted house short story oh just so great i absolutely love it house of no return Fantastic. One of my favorites in Tales to Give You Goosebumps, for yes. sure. Yes. In fact, most of them are very, very good. It's true. The next one is going to be, the next short story in Tales to Give You Goosebumps is Teacher's Pet, which also has a TV episode with it. And I know this series of the next 10 episodes are going to be shorter than our normals, but we we thought about, Dan and I talked about trying to do all 10 in one episode, and these stories are so good and nasty and sexy and wild that they all deserve, of them they deserve, deserve. Their little, they deserve their little bites. Plus, it's more content for you. Say hey to us if you like. Yeah, if you like. You can say hey to us at welcome to deadcast at gmail.com. You can say hey to me specifically on Instagram at Daniel X Montgomery or on Twitter as Daniel Montgomery. If you don't have anything to do with Daniel and only want to talk to me, then you can DM me or comment or whatever at um, Matthew 
underscore Scott underscore Montgomery on Instagram and I robot you Jane on Twitter. There's nothing I like more than talking about a goosh burn. Than talking about Danger Club. Now, if you want to go into a little bit of a hole, go on YouTube and search Danger Club. <laughs> yeah, Daniel and I shot of like just a silly sketch called Danger Club that I'll insert some music from here. That was just us bored one weekend. And uh, it's uh, it's a Goosebumps homage. If you just search on YouTube, Danger Club, BF, the letters BFT after that, it was part of a company that um, we were in for a while called BFT Comedy. Look it up. It's really fun. And I just love the phrase and the idea of Danger Club. It's a, can you, would you make it in the house? Would you, you be you able to survive for a whole house? hour? I know I could. If you dare. dare. Danger Club, we break it into houses. Danger Club, danger's what our job is. Danger Club, we break in all the laws now. Danger Club, we're probably gonna get killed. Is it this room with the broken chair? Is it this room with the window seat? Is it this room with the dirty walls? Is it this room? This is not a room.